0: All right, guys. I just finished *Underworld: Rise of the Lycans*, and you know what? This was difficult, and it was difficult because at the beginning, I really liked it. I don't know if it's my love of romance that made me really like it, or in the beginning, I really felt like I was—I felt like I was going to eat my words. I really, truly felt like, man, you know, they did fill in some plot holes, but really, did they? Because what I think they did, honestly, was just create more fucking problems. Um, Sometimes when you leave things kind of ambiguous, people don't think on it. But when you start to bring and shed light onto it, people are like, holy shit. Okay, that made no sense. And that's basically what this movie did in the end. You go... A lot of this doesn't fucking make sense like a a lot of this doesn't fucking make sense and it felt like it was just a way to make more money off of something until you could make another of the underworld with Celine so let's get into it um we have Sonia and I love Sonia I was looking her I was like where do I know Sonia from and I realized it was from like damn it I looked it up guys and I can't remember but it was like the the room or whatever it was like this movie where a whole bunch of guys rented out a place so that they could like sleep with other girls so their wives would never know or they could just whatever i remember her from that she's so pretty these blue eyes on her are just absolutely gorgeous and you're like instantly in love with her and she's a badass and i love movies with badasses and then you see her father victor we get to learn but when you when we're in the beginning that's when we start to have some of these like plot holes come up already. Why do we have plot holes coming up already? Well let's see so we they introduced Lucian and you know you have Celine's voice, I believe giving the introduction to the movie um and they introduced Lucian as a baby who was born from a uh one of the like lycanthrope which is already confusing because how is this baby born like let's let's talk about this lucian is born and so is sonia is sonia born a vampire are the vampires in this series born are they created are they both like what what is happening here because that that doesn't make sense right like that's confusing and i guess maybe we'll get the answer i know a little bit about it so i know that they can be born but that's it's just really interesting because it's not something that they really go into depth about it's not something that they really talk about and that is just that just that's that's just so fucking confusing so we get introduced and he's born by a, a, a lycanthrope that was captured um and he was turned into a slave first of all the fact that they you know how you hear the saying um power what is it like ultimate power corrupts ultimately or like some some shit like that I, I it literally was in my mind and i can't bring it out absolute power corrupts absolutely or something like that and so who the fuck told them it was a good idea to take these basically rancid dogs and make them their slaves. This is such a stupid idea. And it brings to a point that Victor is such a stupid leader. Like such a stupid leader. Because the truth is had he given them. Had he treated them as equals. Instead of being fearful of them. Because that's basically what he was. He was fucking afraid of them. Had he not been fucking afraid of them. Then we could have avoided all this. But instead he wanted to continue to enslave them. Then we get introduced to the Lucian and Sonia love. And let me tell you another awkward love. I really hate movies that pit really beautiful women with not attractive men. That makes me really mad. I don't know why. I do know why. It's because like there's such a crazy beauty standard for a woman to like be at and to maintain. And that standard does not exist in men. And so this idea that a man could be all scruffy and gross and not attractive with a big old forehead that the guy who plays Lucian has. And Sonya's freaking gorgeous. And they are together is just hella confusing. The, the men in these series are just really confusing to me because none of them are really attractive to me. And that doesn't, you know, fit with the whole, like, fantasy. I want to be with a vampire. I want to be with a werewolf. Like, none of that is whatever so then we get another awkward scene and I don't know how whoever is writing these sex scenes fucking fire them who wants this sex scene where Lucian leans over and Sonia is on top of him and he leans all the way back and kind of like thrust himself into her it's 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 gross we don't want it no give it back no we don't want it Thing back um yeah, it's just, it's not good. But the the love, the whole forbidden love thing, it gets really interesting. The rise of Lucian is very interesting. Um, the first, like I said, the first part of the movie is fascinating. And I'm thinking like, okay, we have a good plot there. You know, we're not touching on too many holes here. Everything's kind of Gordon plan. It could be a really good standalone movie i was wrong i was wrong because as we get into lucian's escape which was also still pretty good like i'm still amped up at this time of this movie lucian escapes and then it feels like the writers just got fucking bored as they continue to write this movie and we're just like I don't know. What do we do next? We have to figure out a way for this to, like, fit into our, you know, the original movies. So how do we do that? And then they fucking failed. Because then they created so, so many plots and, like, just problems. Because now we have the creation. So here's questions, right? So we have the creation or the... the um expansion of the lycan and then we were the lycanthrope or the werewolves are the ones that will not transform and then we we see that lucian can control them where do they are where do they go where do they end up because they haven't been in the first two movies so what happened um that i i just want to know what happened to them because they were the badasses of the badasses um they just was was just fucking shit up and it it, i mean even throughout this one of the biggest problems is character development in this movie and honestly the two characters who have really good development is sonia and lucian even though lucian's kind of get thrown away at the end too victor's development is uh, i was listening to a podcast um drama queens and the guy who plays dan scott in one Tree hill he says you know i had to give dan a motive i had to give him a reason why he does things he couldn't just be evil to be evil and they don't do a really good job i mean obviously we can infer he's evil because of fear but they don't do a really good job of showing it nor do they do a really good sh- job of showing like his his good side. I think they were afraid maybe the producers or whatever were afraid that if they showed if he showed more kindness to his daughter that it would be confusing when he decided to kill her but it it was more confusing when it would have been less confusing had they not shown him upset that his daughter had died, and if they would have just showed him stoic throughout of it. That would have been more confusing. Showing him upset that his daughter died was like, whoa, wait, what? No, you haven't cared about her at all. You used her as a ploy to get Lucian back. You haven't listened to her. You, somebody saved her life and you decided not to award that and punish that, which created this whole monster in the first place. Like, none of his motives are clear. None of the things that he is doing is clear. And it just creates a really big confusion. Which leads me to another point. So we we get through this. And, and like I said, I'm trying to go through all of this without giving out too many spoiler alerts. But they get captured. um, and And it feels like there's just points in this movie where they're just once again just throwing shit together to lead us to another point. Because... They just don't know how to do it organically, which is... It reminds me of horror stories or horror movies. Horror movies are usually not very much filled with a plot. Like, this is an action movie horror version... A uh, 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 horror version of an action movie. There we go. Because it doesn't really have a good plot. It, it's driven and it is continued by its action... And your kind of desire to see what's going to happen next. But a lot of it is the action. A lot of what drives this movie is just the fact that you want to see what's going to happen next. Which I can't say is necessarily really good. <laughs> but whatever. So there's a lot of things that the plot lacks. And then they add more confusions. Because then we 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 see the capture. We see the fight. We see the notorious... I'm with child for the and his his frustration and then her being sentenced to death cool 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 cool. and then this is where I think the movie should have ended I personally believe the movie should have ended with Sonia's death and Lucian's escape personally I think the movie should have ended there because it didn't invite a lot of questions i have questions now because none of this makes sense for instance we deviated from the movie which i don't understand why we deviated from the first movie because it was already written and you think people aren't going to fucking remember or be able to rewatch it because at this time dvds and vhs's were a thing definitely dvds i don't think anything was coming on vhs anymore but dvds were definitely a thing so we're still watching it So we knew you deviated from it. We knew that the original scene had a whole bunch of people there and this one didn't. And that is where they fucked up. Because in this one, I think they wanted to make it a little bit more dramatic and a little bit more like a love story. So what they did was they decided that they were going to have them alone when Sonya dies. Here's the problem. Him being alone when Sonya dies... We all know at this point that he can transform at will. He's done so. They've said in other movies that they can change into, change form whenever they want to. Um, They use the moon as, I don't know if it's supposed to be a sign of him gaining strength to change form or whatever. I think that they relied on us not questioning it too much or just kind of believing it without actually following through because honestly when Sonya's about to die that should have been the time he changed forms and covered her to save her but no she dies he sits a hopeless mess and then all of the sudden Victor comes in and 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 now and when he rips the necklace off and now you want to change form because the moon is big which makes no sense because as they've said they can transform without the moon this is why the movie should have ended with his escape. Because even still, we would have been okay. But now it opens up more questions. Another question. The necklace is the key. To the tomb to let out William. When did Marcus... No, I'm no, sorry. When did Victor... When it between Sonia wearing it and Victor going to his slumber at the end of this movie, also we don't see how he lives, which again it's just poor writing. It's it's just th- the writers in the room hoping that we'll put this shit together for them. When did he? When did he meet Celine? When did all of this happen? Because it it doesn't make sense. Because basically, Celine was a kid when the um. What is the word I'm looking for? Selene was a kid when the tomb, the the place where they were hiding William, Keepa William, was built. But so was Sonia. Because you see her getting the necklace as a kid. You also see at the end of the movie, Victor going to sleep. But how, when, I'm assuming around this time, should be the time when... He went to go massacre Celine's family, and then changed her and gave her the like, and obviously she didn't get the necklace. But he changed her. So when did when did this happen? Because he had to have done it while she was still young. I think she said she was in her her early, her late teens, early twenties. When did that happen? Because she was like. Once again, none of this makes sense. And I think they rely heavily on you not looking into it too much for it to just not go too far. Then we have the end of the movie, which feels like I I've, I honestly and I don't know if it's because the guy who plays Lucian looks so much like Arrow. But we have the end of the movie, which feels like the end of breaking dawn 2 when there was like this needless fight scene that just was there to add action to the movie that had almost none because in the book there was just really nothing going on um we have this and it, it just it doesn't fit it doesn't make sense it's really really confusing it does help to explain why there are only like three elders and no more council members that part makes sense but it just it just felt needless and just a way to kind of showcase something and to emphasize the rise of the lichens. would once again, it just felt like they wrote this movie and then they were like, oh, shit, we don't have enough action. Or, oh, shit, the title doesn't make sense. Or, oh, shit, something's wrong. And they just kind of threw something at the end. And honestly, I was just so bored. And I'm never bored watching fight scenes. I was just so bored and ready for the movie to end that I was like, okay, are we done? So, ah, there were good points. The love was good, even though it was it was still kind of awkward. Once again, I feel like the person who played Sonia. Is really like the savior of this movie. She's she's the person that you like in this movie. Lucian you like in the beginning. But it, it just gets really confusing in the end. Even when even when he like brings all the Lycan and the werewolves and such. To come take over. It's like why wouldn't you have done that sooner if you knew that she was captured. Why wouldn't you have sent a whole army out. It, it, it A lot of it just didn't make sense. Ideals. I'm going to get into the fourth Underworld movie, and then I'll be back to tell you how I feel. Okay, part four, Underworld four, I am back, guys. So, four was the one that I was really, really looking forward to. Um, Four is the reason why I kind of got into this whole binge in the first place, honestly, And it was because um, I really, really, really wanted to see India Elsie, Isley, India Isley. I really wanted to see her in the role of Eve. I was really excited to see her role. And let me tell you how I was disappointed. Because even though she was arguably the most important factor of the movie, she was severely underplayed and not by the actress like the like the people who wrote the script they're just like "Ah, you know this movie is basically about her but let's not give her that much screen time because it's still about Celine um one of the first things that I was really frustrated about was the Michael 2.0 um who to me personally look nothing like the original michael and it really didn't help that when they were talking about michael and they was like you know we got our suspect spotted or whatever they were like they put the pictures of old michael next to michael 2.0 and it was like there's no fucking comparison they look completely fucking different to each other how is this the thing that we've drawn up and gotten to the conclusion of i'm so confused So that was really interesting for me because it was pretty horribly done. Um, Once again, the play on like, is Michael dead? Is he not dead? That whole thing felt the whole. It it basically feels like everybody but Celine backs out of these underworld movies. And so they keep having to come up with different storylines to keep them going And it really just falls completely flat. Um, Eve as a character I was really, really excited about. And it felt like the movie just never gave you a chance to develop that relationship. I mean, Eve is the person who releases Celine. She's the person that they need she's the one that they were most worried about being captured but we spend part of the movie not even like finding her or with her and then when we're with her we don't get to develop this relationship and i've said this through the entire underworld series that all of the relationships aren't developed well at all and they're kind of just thrown in here and it's treated like a horror movie instead of like an action movie even in most action movies you have a semi-decent character development and plot but this one doesn't and it's really just not good and once again it's it's carried it's carried along through non-role characters it's carried along through the next boy toy i can't i can't even remember what his name is at this moment um it's carried on by like Michael Ely. Those two people, to me, make this series continue to be okay. Is, is that the role players that they put in? Because it, it just feels... I mean, this whole story just feels super fanatic. That the humans were able to overpower vampires and werewolves. And, you know, put them into extinction. Feels... Ah. Uh, it just feels a little bit too much. Um, honestly, I it felt really unbelievable. Um, and I wrote in my notes so they run out of villains so they had to make the humans the villains. And then they really didn't in the end because the plot twist. And there's always a plot twist that they're trying to like play in this. And this one, I will say, I will say that this plot twist they did better. I do like this plot twist a little bit more. It was interesting. It made more sense in the end when we're talking about humans capturing all these vampires and it ended up being the werewolves themselves. Like that plot twist, that one was okay. Um, I'll I'll give it up to that one. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. But one of the really terrible things is that they continue to use ambiguity and amb- get and amb- amb- why and amb- I can't speak I've worked 16 days straight guys ambiguity there we go they continue to use ambiguity as a way to like not fully explain everything and they did that with the whole Michael celine thing because once again Michael is supposed to be this like unkillable thing and celine is basically damn near that and they just happened to shoot this random thing in the water that incapacitates both of them. Um, it A lot of it just felt like we don't know where to go next. So this is where we're going to go. And that made it pretty, pretty fucking not as great as I thought it was going to be. And, and the action in it wasn't as great as it was. I mean like the last action scene was really cool. But it wasn't that it like to me three definitely definitely hands down has the best action three had the best story four just felt like we we're continuing this for absolutely no fucking reason other than to continue it and what really makes me mad is that in five to my knowledge we don't even see eve again so like what the fuck was her purpose it this whole thing just feels like no one sat down and plotted how it was gonna work and it just became a super big gigantic fucking epic failure and now everybody's pointing at each other like the fucking spider-man mean like what's going on um I, I remember making notes about how excited I was that, uh, Michael Neely, Michael Ely was Detective, uh, Sebastian. Love, love, love Michael Ealy The, the cameos in the movie were really, really awesome to me. Um, the son of the Lycan doctor that's basically causing all of this shit, he is a werewolf and he's like this massive werewolf but he also plays a werewolf and lost girl and that made me really excited to see seeing michael ely made me really excited to see the dude whose name i can't remember um that's supposed to be like the new boy toy of the series i'm pretty sure he's in another kind of like sci-fi fantasy thing so they're like the the cameos the people that are popping up that i've seen other movies that kind of got the the thing going um i remember writing that michael ely was definitely in on it um and i was sort of right about it um he obviously knew what was going on and he was paying attention to it but he wasn't fully in on it they like i said they did a better job at hiding it but it was also because it was just a fucking terrible plot and it felt like the movie went by so quickly and not quickly enough Um, I, I mean, the twist to me was the best part of the movie and seeing Celine kind of like go get her daughter back and seeing her having to choose saving Michael over her daughter was interesting. I think they meant for it to be more sensitive. I think they were looking for it to be like, who do you pick? Do you pick the daughter you just met, but she's your daughter or do you pick the man that you spent all these years with, but he's not your dog. Like it all of these things, they didn't hang it on the note enough. They didn't it, there wasn't enough thought and effort put into what is going on to make these this movie kind of successful. Um the overpowered werewolves was interesting, but just it it just they gave away too much in three. That they kind of had nothing else to give in this one. And it feels like grasping at straws for the whole movie. And, and and the vampires kind of cowering in the corner while the lichen are taking over and taking power. Just all of it just didn't feel make sense. And it was just off brand. It's like they never watched their own movies and just decided to try to create something. I don't know I'm still debating if you guys are going to get a movie five because I'm debating if I'm going to watch movie five I'll let you guys know but I will tell you that the next series that I'm going to be watching is going to be euphoria Uh, enough with the hype I usually don't watch shows when they're being hyped up but this one is actually seemingly going to be kind of interesting to me so I'm going to dive into it thank you guys all for listening I'll catch you next time